hello. Uh, welcome back to Capes and Japes, uh, where everybody's working with new setups. Uh, I am no longer balancing my new microphone on a picture frame. Uh, it's on a real surface. Ooh. Uh, and you are in some sort of crafting hell dimension. Yeah, I am in the crafting hell dimension. Um, I'm surrounded by, there's like beads and wire and chain. I've got like an awl and a exacto knife, hot glue Love gun, it. paint, yep. thread, needles. <laughs> I've got even like two pairs of scissors in here, a sharpie, a couple things of Mod Podge. My laptop's across the room on a stool. <laughs> you know, like you do. Like one like does. Like you do. The ironing board is in here and also covered in stuff. It's got a wig Great. on it. Tail. Perfect. Yeah, no, it's... <gasps> it's con Just... crunch. Oh boy. Hachi machi. The crunch. Um... <laughs> The crunch. It is uh, con crunch, but uh, here on the podcast, we're doing our own kind of con crunch. Uh, hey. Because we're talking about uh, Con L, uh, or Connor Kent, uh, or uh, Superboy, uh, which he emphatically did not want to be called for uh, the, the first year or so of his appearance. But uh, Look, I mean, that's fair. Who wants to be called Superboy? <laughs> well, he 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 did get stuck with it um forever. Uh but that's who that's who we're talking about today. We talked about uh a Supergirl and now we are talking about a Superboy. Um so Connor is uh the the first real Superboy after, uh, the original, uh, Superboy stories, uh, from, like, the, starting in the 40s and then at various periods throughout time, uh, which were mostly just about, uh, Superman, but as a teen doing super things. It, super teen, Clark Kent. He's he's the super teen. Um I think it uh it lasted up until I think it was at, uh during Infinite Crisis that they were like, "Uh actually, no, he didn't do, he didn't do that. He he, he we 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 changed our minds. He didn't do Superman things when he was a, a youth." Um That's a little <laughs> wild. Uh I mean, I have seen a couple of covers of these comics, and he gets into some shenanigans. It's really, it's very shenaniganful. Um, but, uh, Connor is, uh, not young, young Clark Kent. He is his own guy, uh, and eh, he is... I mean... Well, okay, listen, yes, okay, there's a wavy <laughs> line there. He is not literally just Clark from the past. <laughs> is he his own guy? 
Yes, if you believe that we are made of our experiences and not our, uh, say, DNA. <laughs> and also, he's got some other DNA in there. Yeah, um, that's true. So it's it's fine. Um, he's also not uh, Connor for uh, way too long, uh, as it turns out. But, so, uh, in... 1993, uh, we mentioned this in our Clark episode, but also people probably know about it. Uh, in 1993... I was born. We were both born, and Superman died. <laughs> we did this. We are... Us being brought into the world destroyed Superman. We're very sorry. You were too powerful. There can be <laughs> only one. That's That's true. We're Superman now. Um, uh, 1993, uh, Superman dies. And at the time, this is a very, very big deal. Because uh, this wasn't happening constantly to every superhero forever. Um, and also it was Superman who was, you know, supposed to be unkillable. Um, so it was a very, very big deal in the real world. And also, obviously, a very, very big deal in universe, um, and in the wake of Superman's death, um, God, it's gonna be so hard for me to talk about any of this without quoting a video that I don't want to be quoting. Um, Fair. Yeah, uh, in the wake of, uh, Superman's death, a bunch of people show up and start either claiming to be Superman or, uh, trying to replace Superman. Um, there's a, there's a, a cyborg Superman who, uh, was, like, <laughs> he, like, got sent into space, and he got all messed up, and he got, like, weird cyborg, he became, like, part computer, uh, and there's, uh, John Henry Irons, is the superhero called Steel. He's not pretending to be Superman. He's like, <laughs> he's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the new Superman. Um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be even better than Superman. Um, there's a, a weird, uh, Kryptonian, like, alien guy. The Eradicator is, uh, weird. Um, and, uh, there's this, uh, there's, there's this teen. Uh, so, Cadmus, uh, Project Cadmus is a, uh, uh, somewhat shady, uh, secret scientific facility, uh, in the DC universe, and they go, oh, shoot, Superman's dead. <laughs> we gotta do something about this. We're gonna clone Superman. Um, so... In the, in the original version of this backstory, um, they, uh, they make this clone, and they, uh, age him up to a teen, uh, and they give him, you know, uh, all of the, the basic knowledge that a, a teen of that age would have, um, and they tell him, okay, uh, you're a clone of Superman, Go out there and do super things. Um, so, originally, uh, this, this, this boy believes that he 
is, you know, in fact, uh, cloned from Kryptonian DNA. Um, it turns out that, uh, as they inform him later, he was actually, uh, mostly cloned from human DNA, and then they gave him, uh, a bunch of Kryptonian, like, kind of, uh, various Kryptonian accoutrement. Like, they were like, okay, we'll make him get, like, <laughs> he's gonna get really, really sick if he's exposed to kryptonite. Um, which is wild, uh, because, like, I get, like, adding to the authenticity of your, uh, your fake Superman clone, um, but also, if you were gonna clone Superman, wouldn't you want to get rid of, like, the one weakness that Superman has? Unless you're Unless. worried that he's gonna turn on you, and then at least you have the one weakness that Superman has. That is true. Uh, I mean, that is could, a good point. You could make it any weakness. He could be allergic to peanuts. But, like... <laughs> but, like, deathly allergic. Um, but, like, if, you, if you're gonna tell him that he's the clone of Superman, it might as well be kryptonite. Because if, if that boy gets in front of some kryptonite before you can break the second half of that news, then he's gonna know something's up. <laughs> You know, Superman, I don't know what the problem is. I feel fine. <laughs> maybe maybe you're just really weak. Um, <laughs> he also, uh, he does not actually have uh, Superman's powers. Though he, I think he believes he does at first. What he has is a form of telekinesis uh, that enables him to... Uh, you know, he has, like, this telekinetic field around him that he can, like, so he can lift heavy objects with telekinesis, but it seems like he's lifting them with, uh, his strength. Um, uh, and he can deflect bullets with telekinesis, but it seems like he's bulletproof. Um, and he can fly, uh, you know, with telekinesis. Um, so, uh, Connor doesn't know any of these things for a while. Um, he just shows up in, uh, Metropolis, post-death of Superman, um, loudly, he tells Lois what he believes to be true, which is that he's a clone of Superman, so he's basically Superman. He loudly demands that everyone not call him Superboy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, one of, like, the first, like, his, his, like, introductory page is, like, a one-page Flash that's like him outside the sign that says like Metropolis City Limits and it's just like like a big huge you know dramatic announcement font word bubble that says don't ever call me Superboy <laughs> um people still call him Superboy obviously cause like he's a teen <laughs> and it does feel weird to call him Superman um super teen yeah, he also, while people are trying to, um, figure out what to call him, um, he gets the, uh, the name The Metropolis Kid, um, which rules, and I wish he used that forever, and I have, like... It's very I'm, much, like, a cowboy name. It's a cowboy name! I'm extremely biased, because, like, any superhero name that has the word kid in it anywhere, I think is, like, amazing. Um, but it's a great name. Um, 
he also, when he's introduced, has uh, a terrific design. Um, Some might say his best design. Some might say his best design, possibly one of the best designs. Um, It's extremely 90s, but he has this, uh, he's got this undercut and these round sunglasses um, and this black leather jacket over uh, a mostly, not like identical to Superman's costume, but a mostly identical Superman costume with like, you know, a blue top and red pants and the big S on the chest. Um, but he's got black boots and big red gloves. Um, and it absolutely rules. Uh, and the loss of this triumph of fashion is probably uh, top ten saddest anime deaths. <laughs> um, and he's also, uh, he's, he's very, uh, in his initial appearances, he's kind of, uh, as one would expect from, you know, a clone who just kind of, like, sprang to life yesterday, uh, he's a little overconfident and not really aware of his own limits, um, and also in sort of, in this mix of multiple supermen, he's the one who's kind of like, I'll show you old timers how it's done. Pow, pow, pow. I'm the best at being new Superman. Um, <laughs> but it's fun. Um, I'm going to hold a press conference about it. I'm going to hold a whole press conference about how cool I am and how great my outfit is. <laughs> um, honestly, if that had been like his main claim, if he'd been like, I should be the only new Superman because I have the best outfit. I'd be like, I mean, you right. <laughs> you, you do have the best outfit. You are correct there, sir. Yeah. Um, so obviously, uh, Superman comes back. Surprise. Uh, Superman doesn't stay dead <laughs> forever. Um, I know this will be a shock to you. Uh, but Superman comes back to life. He got, you know, put in some sort of weird Kryptonian underwater stasis. Uh, so he's fine. Um, and Connor's like, well, shoot, I guess, uh, I'm not gonna be the new Superman. Um, I keep calling him Connor, obviously. It's important to note, he still doesn't have a name at this point. What do they just call him, Superboy? They call him Superboy, or they call him the Metropolis Kid or Superman, or he's known in uh, Cadmus as Experiment 13, because they tried to clone Superman 12 times before that, and it all failed. And then, like, does he make friends before he gets a name, or does he get a name from, like, his first friend? Um, I, I, I will tell you. It okay. It takes a freaking while, because he, um... Superman comes back, he decides, he's like, alright, well, I'm not gonna be Superman, I guess I'll just, uh, I'll be Superboy, uh, and he ends up, um, he goes to Hawaii. Solid. That, not on vacation, he goes to Hawaii to fight, uh, Hawaii crimes, um. Okay, does Hawaii yeah. not have, like, their own superhuman... There are other, there are other <laughs> superheroes there, um, 
they just uh Superboy's there now too. Um discovering himself. Um I mean, I guess. Yeah, you know, he's just having uh Hawaii adventures. He does Did he uh, did he do a tour of the Dole Plantation and he was like, "Mm. Lots of pineapples." <laughs> this place is pretty good. I think I'll stay here for a while. Yeah. Um maybe that was it. Um but he uh he hangs out in Hawaii for a while. Um he teams up with uh Knockout a lot, who's like a former um one of uh formerly one of the female furies uh from uh, Apocalypse. Uh and she's very cool and also sexy. Uh <laughs> and kind of morally ambiguous, you know, like, it's the 90s, you know. Um, yeah, also, one of the Furies. Yeah, you know, just one of them. Why, why wouldn't you have a sexy, morally ambiguous woman? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so, uh, lots of Hawaii adventures. Uh, eventually, he, um... After, I, I'm trying to think if this is, it's not till after he joins Young Justice. Holy shit. Okay, so he has all his Hawaii adventures. Uh, he also ends up, uh, he and, uh, Tim Drake, who is the Robin of this era, and, uh, Bart Allen, who is, uh, Impulse at the time, who is the, the Flash sidekick of this era, um, are all around the same age. They have just, like, just, like, a fun sleepover in the, in the former, like, JLA headquarters. And they're like, you sure. know what? We should, we should have a team. Just, we should have a cool team, just the three of us. Um, and they form, uh, Young Justice, because they're, they're not going to be the Teen Titans, because, I don't know, it's a different thing. Um, <laughs> uh, they form Young Justice. They're the three founding members. Um, Cassie Sandsmark, as Wonder Girl, uh, joins them shortly thereafter. Um, and they're generally considered, like, the core four members of this team. In addition to uh, a bunch of other people. Um... Young Justice is fun, especially early Young Justice, uh, because a lot of it takes, uh, my, I mean, we've talked about Young Justice on this podcast before, but a lot of it takes my ideal, uh, approach to, uh, team-based superhero comics, which is that it's, like, primarily, like, team relationship building, like, character-driven shenanigans, and then... Also, they fight crime. <laughs> um, central to this, obviously, uh, is uh, Connor's relationship with Tim. Um, because as all Bats and Kryptonians do, they start out butting heads and then eventually become uh, inseparable um, and tell each other everything. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why comics are like, you know what, every single 
Every single one. Every single Kryptonian needs a bat, and every bat needs a Kryptonian. <laughs> it's just that's it's just how it be. Um, it's also funny because like it it starts out like Connor's still like like pretty different from a lot of the Kryptonians in comics. Um, it starts out like not even like most traditional like bat and kryptonian dynamics like john and damien like very clearly mirror bruce and clark despite some differences um connor's very very different from clark or john uh but they still just they still do this thing they still do this thing that bats and kryptonians always always do and then they say stuff like You'll always be my Robin, and then Tim says, and you'll always be my clone boy, and it's like, hey, y'all, what? Like, hey, oh, yep, yep, sure, yep, yeah, yep, for yep, sure, for yep. sure, for sure, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 absolutely, yep, okay, uh, it's normal. Anyways, so after he joins Young Justice, it's he's been doing so much for so long. Um, after all of this. Clark takes him to the Fortress of Solitude, and he says, Superboy, because that's his name. He says, I feel bad that you don't have a name, and nobody has given you one in the whole time you've been alive, which has been several years in real time, um, and at least, I feel like, two or three years in comics time, um, I would like to give you a Kryptonian name. How you, how would you like to be known as Con L? <laughs> and, uh, Con now says, wow, that would rule. <laughs> I would really love to have a name. Wow. Ver- a, ve- a name of my very own. I'm a so name? glad it took three years. I'm so glad somebody finally thought of this in my whole life on this planet. (laughs) Of being an autonomous living being. I'm so glad finally somebody thought that I should have a name that I could be called by. Instead of just Superboy. Instead of just Superboy. Good God. Um, anyways, and now that, uh... Being known as, uh, Connell, he comes up with the, uh, civilian identity of, uh, Connor Kent, um, so he can introduce himself as, like, a distant relative, uh, of Superman's, um, and he doesn't have to be Experiment 13 anymore, um, so that's pretty good, uh, in the, uh, eventually, uh, Young Justice disbands, um, following, uh, one of the deaths of Donna Troy. Um, they team yep. up with the Titans, Donna dies, uh, she'll, she'll, she'll be back, it's fine. Um, but, uh, in the time, it's very sad. Uh, Young Justice ends up disbanding, uh, and then reforming not too long thereafter uh, 
to form uh, the new incarnations of the new incarnation of the Teen Titans. Uh, so this uh, we've talked about this this version of Teen Titans before, but uh, it's Tim and Bart and Connor and Cassie uh, training under uh, Corey and Vic and Gar um, to, to be the new Teen Titans, initially training in secret because they're not supposed to be doing it, and then the Justice League shows up and tries to ground them, and then Dick has to come in and interrupt this huge fight <laughs> that the Titans are having with the Justice League and be like, everybody, cool it! <laughs> Um, but so, uh, a lot of, uh, very important things happen, uh, in this, uh, in this era. One is, uh, Connor has a new outfit and goes from having, uh, the raddest outfit in all of comics to, uh, maybe the most boring. (laughs) But Um, the most easy to cosplay. The easiest to cosplay uh, so if you want to do a comics cosplay, good news, I have one that you can pull off literally just by going to a Walmart, probably. Um, he wears jeans, sneakers, and a black t-shirt with a red Superman symbol on it. Um, and also he gets a way more boring haircut. Yeah. Um, he start he does, he starts wearing, like, a variation on this outfit, earlier because there's uh a brief period where he loses his powers um and then he gets them back for you know from something um <laughs> it doesn't matter but like even then he still had like his cool gloves and his sunglasses and like some fun boots um this is it's just it's just a t-shirt and jeans. That's it. I mean, um, if you've got a telekinetic field that can stop bullets, like, that's all you need. I mean, it's true. Like, he doesn't need to look rad. I would just like it if he did. Um, we would all like it if he did. We would all appreciate that. Thank you. Um, it's also the, um, the mid-2000s. So, like... He'd been, like, gradually getting, like, kind of angstier, uh, but by this point he's, like, full-blown, like, broodfest, like, doesn't know how to handle any emotions at all. Um, I love Connor. This sounds like I'm being very mean to him. I love Connor, and I was actually, <laughs> like, I read the this Teen Titans before I read, like, any earlier Connor stuff, so this is just, like what I assumed Connor was like all the time. Um, and then I was like, oh, oh, early, early Con was very different. Um, this is, uh, also where they, uh, retcon his backstory or in canon. It's, uh, it's sort of like, oh, no, surprise. This, this was always true. You just didn't know it in, reality they they retconned it um they decide that uh connor was in fact a uh he was a clone of superman he has half 
Superman DNA and half Lex Luthor DNA. Um, and at first, at first, this is uh explained as like, oh, he thought he had half Superman DNA and half of uh the DNA of this guy who ran Project Cadmus, and then he finds out it's Lex Luthor. Um, which and- I mean, technically. He is a guy who runs Cadmus. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Um, it might not have been the guy that he thought it was, but not really yeah, incorrect. No, just just, a, just a, a, a step to the side. Um, he, um, this, and this becomes, like, kind of the, the, the linchpin of a lot of his, like, character arc for a while. Which is like, it's a. I've talked about this before too. It's a little frustrating because, like, on the one hand, narratively, it is like, like from an aesthetic standpoint, it is like cool to be like, oh, this character is, you know, both like the DNA of Superman and the DNA of Superman's greatest enemy. Like they're part of him, and also it's fun that like Clark and Lex basically have a son together. <laughs> this is a fun thing about, you know, their interactions that they have to consider. Um, the fact that, like... Except Lex Luthor didn't even give him a name, so... No, the yeah. better parent here? Yeah, no, objectively, there's a superior dad. Um... And it's the super dad. Yeah, exactly. Um, the fact that Connor spends, like, so much time agonizing over, like, oh, I have Lex Luthor DNA in me, what if I'm evil, is, like, like, I get it, but also, con, DNA doesn't work like that. Not really. (laughs) I mean, there's some stuff, there's some genes that have been linked with violent and or impulsive behaviors, but it's not like everybody who has this DNA strand is an evil supervillain. Yeah, like, Lex Luthor isn't genetically coded to do crimes. Like, you don't have megalomaniac in your DNA. <laughs> Lex just be like that. Um, and this is the Lex Luthor gene. <laughs> don't oh we don't want that one look out for that one ooh, 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 um ooh, ooh, no let's get rid of that one <laughs> um but it does um it does lead to some very cute stuff like there's this one storyline where he's like he's like keeping a a checklist of like things that clark did before he became superman and it's like what what did Superman do? And he's, like, checking things off that he can, you know, be, like, be more like Superman. And then he also makes a list of things, like, what does Lex Luthor do? And, like, sometimes checks things off, like, lies to Superman. Um, which, like, <laughs> baby, oh. I love you. Also, Batman oh. lies to Superman. Like, you're okay. <laughs> That's just so like, of course you're gonna lie to Superman. You're a teen superhero. Um, this, um, this does remind me real quick, I need to throw this in there just because I'm not gonna stop thinking about it. Um, and I might have mentioned this with Tim, too. There's a, um, there's a panel I think about all the time. 
in the very formative first volume of this, like, version of, of Teen Titans, um, where it's, like, all the kids are, you know, they're all having their first, like, Teen Titans meeting, um, and something's going on, and they want to go, like, investigate it, uh, and Corey's like, no, you guys have to stay here, this, we're not crime fighting, we're just, like, trying to get you guys started as a team, and Tim goes, like, oh, yeah, for sure, we'll stay here, and then, <laughs> She leaves. Everyone's like, Tim, what do you do? What are you talking? It's like, guys, come on. And he starts like, you know, like cracking open the window or he gets like one of those fancy like things that cuts a hole in the window so they can all climb out the window. Um, <laughs> and like, I think Bart is like, you lied to Starfire? Uh, and Tim looks back over at him. He's like, I lied to Batman. <laughs> Just like, that's my point. That's my point. Um, but so. Oh man, Timothy. Yeah. Timothy. Timothy Jackson Drake. Um. Uh, so um, so he he deals a lot with uh, him trying to reconcile, you know, the the Superman parts of him and the Lex Luthor parts of him. Um, he uh is killed during Infinite Crisis um, by Superboy Prime, um, who is not Connor. He's uh, a version of Superboy from an Earth that didn't have superheroes, and Superman was just a comic book character, but it turns out he really was an actual Kryptonian. Um... And he went to a party dressed as Superman, and then a comet went by, and then it awoken his Kryptonian powers, and then he was, like, the only superhero on Earth Prime, and then in Crisis on Infinite Earths, when they mashed all the realities together, he got sent to this, like, paradise other dimension, and then, uh, he kind of went berserk and decided that he was the only person who should be allowed to be Superman, and then he punched reality, and it is how they explained changing around a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, and then he came to Earth and just started uh, going on a murder spree. Uh, and Connor died trying to stop him. Um, it's... Uh, Kill your double. <laughs> um, and it's very, very sad. Because, uh, I mean, obviously it would be sad no matter what. But, like, even though Connor is, like like, very different personality-wise from, like, Clark or Kara or John, who doesn't exist yet, um, he still has kind of the, you know, the the Superman-esque power to, like, unite people around him. Um, so all of his friends and everyone from that generation is, like, obviously very deeply affected by it. Um, Kathy, like we mentioned with Kathy, ends up uh, starting a cult <laughs> around him, which is not great. Uh, Tim makes a secret basement lab trying to clone him back to life, which is also, like, not great. <laughs> I mean, uh, at least you know who your true friends are. They start a cult and try to clone you after you die. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kathy also, um... <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, because it's, like, a serious thing. Kathy changes her costume to honor him, 
but it means she just goes around wearing jeans and a black shirt with the Wonder Woman logo on it. And it's like, I think that the best way to honor him would be to all wear leather jackets and big round sunglasses and get undercuts. That would be a kick-ass look for everybody on that team. Literally all of them. It looks good on everybody. It rules. Um, he does, uh, he does come back to life, uh, in Final Crisis? Final Crisis. Oh god, I hate all this. I hate, I hate crises. I hate them. Um, Final Crisis isn't even the Final Crisis. No, they keep having them! (laughs) They lied. They lied right in the title of the thing. Um, They lied to Superman? They like to Batman. <laughs> um, he comes back. It's like a uh, he come. He's like comes like wakes up in the future, and then uh gets sent back to the current timeline. Um, it doesn't matter because this is just a few years before they reboot everything. Um, he's also uh in the new fifty two. It's like there there he there's a Superboy comic, but it's like it's very grim dark. Uh he's created by an even more evil, mysterious scientific organization. Um and then he's like he's actually a clone of uh Superman's son from the future, whose name who is John Kent, but not the John Kent we're gonna be talking about next week. A different son of Superman whose name is John Kent. Um, I mean, of course his name is gonna be John Kent if he's the son of Superman. Yeah, in exactly. any reality. That's, yeah, that's what his name is. It's just like, ah, oh, I wish Superman wouldn't definitely name his son after his dad. Because now when we have all these alternate sons, it gets confusing. There's um, too many Johns. There's too many Johns. This is also where um I screencapped this on Twitter a long time ago. Um, but he there's a lot of complicated multiverse nonsense happens. Um <laughs> I have to read I have to read these two sentences without losing my mind. Um Connell's consciousness is pulled into a pocket dimension when John Lane Kent touches his psycho future self with all other cons and johns of the multiverse. The future John taps into all other cons and johns except this dimension's con and younger John. <laughs> hey, comics! That sucks! That's too many cons and johns. It's too, too many con, con John, con Johnson. It sucks. Stop it. Stop it! The younger John heroically sacrifices himself to destroy the older John, obliterating them both, sending all the other Johns and Cons back to their respective timelines, dimensions, and universes. Um, (sighs) so that sucked. And that was all in the New 52, and it only happened for a few years, and none of it matters anymore. Um, in Rebirth, uh, as with most of Tim's generation, uh, Khan doesn't exist for a while, um, despite, uh, despite the fact that when, um, future Tim shows up to talk to past Tim, 
he mentions Connor and past him, or, you know, current the current Tim of this universe. Future Tim comes to talk to normal Tim, and he mentions Connor, and uh, current Tim is like, who? Uh, and future Tim is like, oh, oh, this, uh, this reality is, is, is different <laughs> than the one I came from. Um, some weird stuff happened with the time stream or whatever. Um, um, I have to read this also without, uh, losing my mind. Um, I look forward to it. Tim mentioned later, uh, this is present Tim, Robin Tim, not future Tim, who's running around with a gun. Uh, Tim later mentioned that although he didn't know why, he felt Connor's name, quote, tugging at my heart. Mm. So, thanks. Thanks, I'm dead. Um, I love how comics is like, hey, what if all these people didn't exist anymore? And then it's like, well, okay, <coughs> but what if they do kind of exist and <gasps> everybody just feels like, huh, that sounds familiar, but I can't place it. But it hurts me right in my heart. It it kicks my ass every time. I'm, like, weak for it. And I know, like, 90% of the time it's not even, like, intended to, like, lead to anything. It's just, like, a writer who is also mad about this. Like, I know that, uh, I'm pretty sure that the, the, the tugging at my heart thing comes from, uh, James Tinian, who's, uh, the world's number one Tim Drake stan and the only Tim Drake stan working at DC Comics as far <laughs> as I know um, who spent his entire run on Detective Comics just like slamming his hands on the table and yelling what about Tim until somebody listened to him um, <laughs> which is so valid so I would extremely not be surprised if he was like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put a sneaky reference in there to Connor and nobody can stop me um and then he shows up briefly as, like, the Superman from future Tim's timeline. Um, and that's all we see of him. Until, uh, is it okay if I, uh, segue into one of my comics I read right now, right this second? Yeah, go for it. Okay, until, because it is fortuitous that we are talking about Khan this week, because, uh, one of my comics that I read this week is, uh, the relaunched Young Justice, uh, written by Brian Michael Bendis and drawn by Patrick Gleason, um, and Connor doesn't show up until literally the very absolute last page, wearing the leather jacket, um, yes, but, uh, even without that, it absolutely rules it rules it owns it 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 slaps it (laughs) it's so it's so good um it's uh it's very 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 uh brian michael bendis um if you haven't if you haven't read anything written by brian michael bendis you've definitely read a lot of things that have been influenced by him um because he very much while he was working at marvel um sort of like encoded this very 
specific style of comics dialogue where everybody talks a mile a minute, but also it's just like back and forth, just like zip, 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 every single panel. Just like everyone is just like quipping at each other, like nonstop, um, which works extremely well for this um, because they're all uh, wacky, out of control teens who like, are for the most part like extremely familiar with each other enough to like uh banter back and forth a lot um but so uh Tim's there, Cassie's there. Um there's also a new teen lantern um and extremely cool cowgirl Ginny Hex. Um, oh my god. Yeah. But uh Cassie has a new outfit which I love. It, it looks super cute. Um, and also, uh, very important, there's a significant portion of this that's taken up, um, by, uh, by Bart, just, uh, being Bart, talking to himself, um, his first appearance in this comic is him leaping into frame, yelling, call somebody, call Superman, call the Justice League, call Harry Potter! Thanks, Bart. (laughs) Um, and he's, like, running past a playground, and a bunch of kids yell, Who are you? And he goes, in big, you know, like, impulse font, Impulse! And they say, Who? And he says, Kid Flash! And they yell, Say that, then! <laughs> um, and... <laughs> it's like, these random kids on a playground, like, Well, just say that! Um... But so, uh, in between, like, they're, uh, they're fighting, there's a bunch of, uh, Gemworld people who are here and they want to kill Superman and, uh, you know, the, um, the, (laughs) oh my god, I'm getting, like, giddy, like, talking about this, um, and they're all fighting them and everybody's, like, quipping back and forth and back and forth, um, it's especially notable because Bart is here and Bart thinks and talks faster than anybody else, and is also, like, running between everybody, like, at different times. Um, and, like, there's one point where, like, he's just running around, he's going, like, it's happening! It's happening! And Tim's like, Bart, Bart, we talked about this! And Bart's like, I know, I'm impulsive, it's my thing! Um, and, like, everybody's fighting all these, like, aliens and stuff they're like what is happening what are you talking about and then it cuts to this uh huge two-page splash of everybody leaping into action and bart just like in front of them on his knees cheering and it just says young justice is back and it's (laughs) the most (laughs) joyful thing i've ever experienced in my life um but, uh, anyways, Connor shows up at a, on the very last page because they get, uh, zapped to Gem World and Bart finds him there. Um, but Bart's here, Connor's here, Kathy's here, they're back, Young Justice is back. Um, it made me feel so good to read it. Um. And really, and isn't that what comics is all about? It's just about feeling good. Um, so, if you like Connor... Or this made you want to like Connor. Um, you should... I mean, I can't speak to how good Connor's going to be in the rest of Young Justice because this is just the first issue, but I am very optimistic about it. Um, and also I did get the um, 
the uh the Connor variant cover um by uh Jorge Jimenez, which uh it rules. Um two I think I had two other things I wanted to mention this week. Uh what that was that was my big one. Um there is a um a new uh Captain Marvel series uh written by Kelly Thompson. Um I presumably in anticipation of Captain Marvel coming out very soon. Um but uh it's cu- it's cool, it's very fun. It features uh a lot of her uh bantering with Jessica, which I love. That's a very good ship. Um her uh possibly rekindling her romance with Rhodey, which I love and is a very good ship. Um, The first issue ends with her getting zapped into some sort of apocalypse dimension. So (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So the next several issues of this are going to get pretty wild. Um, But it, uh, it's great. She's extremely great. She's so cool. Um, and also, uh, issue two of Die came out, and I know we talked about the first issue of Die, um, but holy shit, it's good. Holy heckin' shit. Does shit pop off? Should I, should I do individual, should I do single issues for this one, Olivia, or can I wait for the trade? I mean... Is shit popping off? Shit, shit is pop. I mean, the thing is, like, this issue is like mainly kind of uh, not a lot of shit like hugely popping off, but mostly like getting into the specifics of everybody's like characters and how they work. Um, and, character creation. Yeah, and like what they mean. Um, but it's so so cool, and there's a um. You should maybe, actually, you should maybe buy single issues, because I don't know if these are going to be in the trade. Um, Kieran Gillen does these long, long, long essays in the back of the issue, and I don't know if those are going to be included, um, but this, the one for issue two is, like, completely about, like, uh, all of the character archetypes, um, why he associate associated each of them with each specific die what like traditional rpg characters is he like playing with and expanding on it's like you know like well you know what 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 does a cleric's religion mean if like all they're doing is you know asking their god for a favor and then dismissing them again like, isn't that more like a demonologist or like, uh, he has, there's like basically in the characters of Die, there are essentially two bards, but one of them is a play on the type of people who usually choose to play bards. And one of them is, uh, quote, like a bard, if everyone was fucking petrified of bards. Oh um, God. And it is like, I know two issues is probably early to say this, and this is going to sound like uh, overkill, but 
I feel like it is maybe required reading for anyone who's into tabletop RPGs. It is like, so, like, the level of detail that goes into his explanation of this is, like, unreal. It's like reading, like, like Grant Morrison's scripts for Serious House on Serious Earth and seeing all, like, the weird, intense, like, mythological references that, like, nobody on the planet was going to ever understand. Um, it's like, it's, it's Buckwild. It's like a little bit of like an unsettling level of Buckwild. It's like, hey, Kieran, are you doing all right? Um, but it's so amazing. Um, so uh, those are three things that I loved this week. Um, you are still in Con Crunch. Con Crunch. Con Crunch. Um, so uh. <laughs> Elian's comic recommendations are like sleep, maybe. My comics recommendations are check out my Twitter for cosplay whips. <laughs> I guess cosplay, 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 cosplay. Um, yeah, and uh, if anyone is by any chance going to be at PodCon, uh. Go find E so you can get a business card. Yeah, dog. That's, if you're listening to this when it is released, that's this weekend. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. I have so much left to do. (laughs) I say surveying the (laughs) grisly scene before me. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um... If uh if you wanna if you wanna keep up with us while uh E is in cosplay heck doing their best. Light a um, candle for me, y'all. Yeah. If you wanna offer words of prayer and encouragement, um, you can find us at Capes and Japes almost everywhere on the internet. Uh we got Twitter and Tumblr, we got a Facebook group, we got Pinterest, we got Instagram. Um, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, you can join our Discord server, <laughs> so you can message E some, like, some thoughts of solidarity. Um, <laughs> uh, and we have a Patreon, so if you want to support us financially, you can join that. Uh, all the info for that is on, on that site, but you can get uh movie nights bonus content uh you can get to vote on what topics we cover uh or suggest topics and uh yeah if you don't if you don't have the means to do that if you want to rate and review us we love you if you've already done any of those things we love you um if you want to tell a friend to listen to this podcast like Maybe if they watch the TV show Young Justice and they want to know more about Connor or you want to get them to read the new Young Justice so they can learn about Connor. Um, tell them to listen to this. Uh, I think that's all the stuff. Thank you for joining us. We love you very much. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And as always, I lie to Batman. <laughs> Don't we all?